Hey, what's up, everybody? Delaney here, and welcome back to the Be The Brave Ones podcast for our new series, Shout It. For the next five weeks, we're going to have some fun shouting about God's goodness. We're going to kick this series off talking with Dechera Cole, the founder of Girls Living For God. Dechera lives with her husband and mischievous little puppy, Captain Jack Perro, in Nashville, Tennessee, and she loves a good adventure. She takes joy in nostalgic things like drive-in movies and swing dancing in the park, and seeing God work mightily in her life as a teen prompted her to publish her story, Finding Your Fairy Tale Ending, and it set her heart on a mission to invest in the next generation through resources, through events, and through discipleship. So I just wanted to invite you to pull up a seat and join us at this table of Brave Conversation. I am so glad that you are joining us on the podcast, especially in this series. Thank you for making the time. Oh, of course. This is so exciting. I'm excited about what you're doing and how we're connecting in a really cool way. Me too, for sure. I wanted to invite you on the podcast because of your heart for the next generation and what God is doing within your ministry and even how you got started in that and how you see the next generation and who they are. And I believe that you see them in the way that God sees them. I love the vision and the mission of your organization and all that you're doing. And your organization is Girls Living for God. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to share a little bit more about that ministry as well as who you are. Yes. Well. I will say that Girls Living for God started out of a question that I asked the Lord um, a few years into marriage, looking back at where I was and just seeing that God had ordained so many of my steps and how he was bigger than I knew him to be. And, and I looked back in the, in the time period that I feel like those seeds were planted that I was seeing the fruit from were my teen years. And I, and I looked back and I thought of that girl, you know, that younger me or that, you know, the girls now, and I'm like, Lord, how do I tell them they don't have to settle, that you have so much more for them if they'll just give you everything? And at that moment, unexpected, uh, a thought came into my mind and I I see that it was the Holy Spirit because of the fruit of that question. And the answer was, um, you're going to write a book, you're going to share your story, which is really testifying to the Lord. And I feel like that's going to come up today as we talk about this um, topic that you have that I'm really excited about. But it stemmed out of like, how do I tell them this next generation, just the goodness of God and, and all that I learned and was still learning. And so that really birthed a website and then some events and then discipleship. And, and it just kind of went from there. That's awesome. You know, I was looking on your website and I saw that your vision states that you see the next generation restoring that they would see God and that they would know God and they would glorify God. And I love that so much because when we look at the life of Joshua, when we look in Judges, we see that when he passed away, that the generation that came after the next generation, that they did not know God and they did not know the good things that he had done. So I believe it's so important for us to be investing in the lives of the next generation so that they will know the good things that the Lord has done and that they will turn around and that they will tell the generation after them. So it's discipling, not to just give the goodness of God to them, but to teach them how to give the goodness of God away. Amen. And that is discipleship. It doesn't stop with just telling one person, but actually equipping them 
to do the exact same. That's what Jesus did with his disciples um, is walk with me, you know, learn from me, and then you're going to go do the same that we just did. Yes. And that's one of the things that I've enjoyed getting to know you and talk with you is hearing your heart on that. Uh, And I believe that's part of our shout at series with what we have going on within Brave Girls Gather right now. We've been talking about our lives shouting the goodness of God, our lives shouting that we believe that the word of God is true. You know, it's one thing to read the word. It's one thing to even know the word, even teach the word. But it's a whole other thing to actually live it out and do what it says. And so I'm just curious, when I first told you about this series, what were some of the thoughts that started to come to mind for you? Well, you used the word shout it out. And and I was like, testify, testify. That is a heart word, like a key word of our ministry is testify because we just see the power of our testimony. And one of our key verses of our ministry, kind of when we think of like what what do we want to see happen in the girls' lives? We want them to learn to testify. And I love this scripture out of Acts 20 and it's 24 and it's Paul talking. And he says, but I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And so that was just, you know, you said shout it out. And I'm like, I I just immediately thought testify and how if we have encountered Jesus, we have something to share. We have the greatest thing to share. And I think of the blind man, you know, sometimes I think we, we think we have to know the entire Bible and understand it inside and out to testify. And that's not true. We have an account to tell. We have experienced Christ in some form. And just like the blind man, he didn't know Jesus before then. And people kept questioning, who is this man? He was like, I don't know. All I know is I once was blind and now I see. And I feel like that's, that's what we get to do is I once didn't have hope, but now I have hope. And I once had anxiety, but now I take my problems to Jesus. You know, I once felt alone and now I know he's always with me, you know? Yeah. And I love in that verse that it's Paul saying, testify of his grace. And that grace is what hit our hearts. It's what drew us in. And in that moment, we now have a story. We have something to share. And God places people in our lives who are struggling with similar things. And they're right next to us. And he's waiting for us to share of that grace, that goodness that they can have too. And then it becomes a domino effect and they receive it. And then they get to share it and then they receive it and they get to share it. So something that we've been talking about amongst the Brave Girls Gather team is that even though the series is called Shout It, we believe that our lives shout when we're spending that quiet time, that time alone, like Jesus did. He went away and he prayed. He got with his father. He listened for his father and what his father had to say. He waited for his father. And so it's those times in that quiet where we're listening to God and we're talking with God and, and going to his word that we feel our lives get filled up. And so our team members have been sharing on Fridays on Instagram. They're just given a little you know, this is how God's been whispering to me lately. So I want to know, how is God whispering to you in your life right now? Sure. And, you know, isn't it interesting that our culture, that that's one of the hardest things to do is to sit and listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and that makes sense when you think of the tactics of the enemy. Why is that so hard? Probably because that's one of the most fruitful things that we can do is to sit and listen. And, and I think part of it is, understanding it's a relationship. And if you look at any relationship that you have, the importance and the value of 
you know, that two-way conversation. So I think as, as I sit and listen lately, it was a little, a little whisper in my mind. And that is prayer is the work. You know, I get very excited um, about we're working on books and events and things to, you know, to really encourage these girls in their walk with Christ. But we can get very action oriented, I guess, you know, like, what can I do? Like, I need to do, do, do. And, and I just feel like the Lord just whispered to me, prayer is the work because I just want to jump into the actual like physical work that I see. And I feel like, oh, I can't stop. And the Holy Spirit was just like, prayer is the work. It has to be God breathed and and God ordained. And I have to listen for his steps and he has to do it. And I get to partner with him and to open the gates of heaven. That's prayer. And so that's the biggest thing I can do. And I feel like it fights our fleshly nature because we want to do things in our own ability and sitting at the feet of Jesus is confessing that we can't do it without him. I love that. And I love hearing you share that. It's so evident that you're walking with God, that you're listening, that you're hearing these things that he's ministering to your heart. And I believe that's what it is about. When we're following Jesus, we're also walking with him. It also reminded me of a wise woman who once told me she was sharing with me about the joys and the successes and the victories that they were experiencing in the the ministry that she was involved with. And what she said was, there is nothing greater than to walk on the road bathed in prayer. That was at the beginning of Brave Girls Gather too. And that really stuck with me. And it's it's been, been something that continually comes back that we have to continually keep going back down on our knees and, and not just... You know, I feel like I was talking with a friend about this recently, and we're about to release our Brave Girls Gather Share Guide for the Shout It series, which is like a little miniature Bible study. And we're talking about prayer in there. There's consistent times of prayer where maybe every day at a certain time, we're going to be intentional about our prayer life. And then there's also that walking with God and talking with him and listening for him, right? Where we're just keeping that conversation with him open on a daily basis. And so one of the key verses, so we're, we're about to enter into this time of really focusing on our, our discipleship share guide. But last month we had released a brave conversation for shout it and it had some key verses in it. And the, the main verse for that was Isaiah 40 verses eight and nine. And I'm going to read those verses real quick. I shared them with you prior to our conversation here. And it says the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Oh, Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops, shout it louder, oh, Jerusalem, shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. So I would just love to hear how you've seen some of that verse come alive in your own life. Well, I I think with the first part, with the grass feathering, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. I think we realized more than ever with last year and the pandemic and just how our happy little routine was disrupted that this world is not our home. I think we had to remember that. I know for me, I I started asking the Lord to help me break up with the world. Like there's been not great relationships that I've had in the past. You know, when, when I was a teenager, maybe I wasn't with a, like the right guy. And, and I thought about those breakups and how, even though I knew it wasn't the best for me, it was still kind of a hard, a hard thing to do. And I feel like last year was helping us break up with this world and remember that this is not our forever home. 
we have a, a temporary time here. And, you know, I know a lot of people lost people, um, not just the from the pandemic, but just different things happening last mm-hmm. year. And, and it was just such a reminder that this is but a breath. And mm-hmm. what are we going to do with our moments here, knowing that it's just very brief? And so it goes back to kind of, you know, I think what Paul was saying, it's like, hey, I'm here for for this mission to testify to God, because why is that important? Because that's eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, the word of God is leading us into eternity. And, and that's what stands the test of time. You know, heaven is coming and, and we just need to be proclaiming. God's truth and the grace that we were just talking about because everybody needs to know Jesus. Yeah. And he is, he's drawing us in and I I love that breaking up with the world and we're drawing into his ways so that we can love the world and so that we can draw the world into his ways, which are good. Yeah. And the, in the share guide that's coming out in the discipleship share guide, uh, we're in, we're in Matthew chapter seven. And Jesus talks about the wide gate and the wide road. And he talks about the narrow one. And he says, many people are going to find the wide road. And so when you're looking around, where's the crowd going? (laughs) That's probably not the narrow gate because the narrow gate, it says it's hard to find. It's a difficult road and few will find it. And so where's that road? And it might be difficult, but it's full of promise and it leads to life. It says that it's the road to life. Amen. Mm -hmm. And it's a satisfaction that we find in the Lord that we, you know, I think of the woman at the well and, and just that analogy of, I mean, that was a true story, but, you know, just thinking of it figuratively as well, you know, how, how we run to things um, to fill us up and we're thirsty again. And that's this world. We, we will never be satisfied. And there's all these people running around to, you know, whether that's sex or drugs or, or popularity. I mean, with social media, everybody feels like I need to be somebody and this is how to be somebody. You already are daughter of the King. You are somebody in Christ. And when you realize that's where your worth is found, that's where life is found. That's where truth is found is in the word of God, in that relationship with Jesus. There's not a lack, there's an overflow. And that's where that that shout it comes from is out of that overflow of the goodness of God that you can't help but say, this is so much better. A life following Jesus and giving him your everything is everything you've been looking for and more. That is so good. So I have a final question for you. And it's along the lines of your mission statement. Uh, I love how your mission statement says it's so specific. And it's that the next generation would be strengthened in the Holy Spirit and be sharpened in his word. And so I wanted to ask you, why do you believe that this mission is so important? And what role do we have as the present generation in seeing this happen with the next? Sure. Well, when we looked at our mission statement, we I, I just felt the Lord saying that it needed to include the Trinity because we need all, all of that. We need the Holy Spirit. We need that counseling, that wisdom. The Holy Spirit teaches us the heart of God. And I have been blown away that the Holy Spirit can teach us. And so it's, it's so vital because, I mean, you think of, you know, we're ministering to this young generation that's They've got endless paths in front of them. And where do they go? And you have to help teach them. They have to be taught to listen, like we were talking about. Like, how do you listen for God? He wants to speak to you. You go to his word first. If you're like, I don't know how to hear from God, read his word. 
done. Like you heard from the Lord, like that is for you. So that is one way, but also teaching them to, to invite him in. Like, how do you invite the Holy spirit in, you know, through prayer, like we were talking about. So it's really teaching this, um, just the abundance of this walk with Jesus. And one of my favorite things we've done with these girls is when we're seeking the Lord on something, I did an event with one of our girls that I taught her when she was in sixth grade, as she got older, uh, she, she wanted to turn around and do the same for the younger. And I said, okay, well, let's do an event together. And so I taught her how I seek the Lord. And I had never done that before, but she asked and I'm like, okay, let me teach you. And, and so I said, I ask him these questions and then I wait and I listen and I expect to hear from him. And so I sit on that question and I seek his heart and it's just so sweet to teach them. So, I mean, it's just, you know, that path, that narrow path we were just talking about, they have so many obstacles to overcome with so many voices, other voices, right? Shouting out at them and distracting them. And, you know, the enemy is out to still kill and destroy. So we have to shout. And, and I feel like how we do that is looking for those girls around us. Like I know that you were sharing your heart with me earlier and, and being, being willing to, as the Lord be vulnerable and authentic as the Lord teaches us, because we're always learning. We don't know it all. I don't know it all. But as the Lord is growing me to be vulnerable and teach those girls as I'm learning. And then they teach me too, um, which is so sweet. And of course, the power of the word of God is, I mean, if you really stop and think about the word of God, the word of God spoke life into existence. You know, the word of God is so vital and it's alive and it's active. And, uh, and then we want to commission them out as ambassadors, uh, of Jesus, because just like we said, we don't want it to stop with them just taking it in, but they are to also be equipped to teach others. But I, I guess to really come to your, to your point of why is it important? I think it's important because I've met usually two type of women. One that says, you know what? Somebody poured into me when I was younger and it made all the difference in the world. Or more often, unfortunately, I hear the woman who says, I wish I had known. I wish I, you know, they hear what we're doing and wow, I wish I had somebody like that to pour into me because what road and obstacles and and heartache and things, you know, could I have avoided, you know, and, and use that time more fruitfully if I had just known if somebody had taken time to share. And I want to tell you, if you're listening, these girls are good soil. Like this age, this middle school and high school is what we're, we're kind of working with. And they, they're looking for love. They're looking to be known. They're looking for their identity, their purpose, and somebody's going to pour into them or something's going to pour into them. They're ready to take it in. So we need to plant those seeds of truth of God's word that will bring forth great fruit. So if you're just available to, to open your home or to take them out to coffee or to, and you don't, I think the problem is we think it has to be this extra thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, as you're doing life, invite them into your life. As you have a party, you know, to celebrate one of your children, invite them over as, as you're parenting, let them see that, like they've got to learn that. And 
I, I tell you, I have the best job. I have the best job, but you know what? Like, it's not just my job or Mandy's job. It's, it's all of us are called to be that. That's right. And sometimes I feel like we think that we're not cool enough or that no one wants to hear from us. But I will tell you right now that every girl that I've ever invited and some I've just invited because our schedules haven't worked out. It didn't work out where they could come to something that we were doing or even a personal invite to get together personally. It just hasn't worked out. I've always felt like that my ask was welcomed. And I remember when I was a teenager and I saw that and, um, I love what you shared about when you're seeking the Lord in something you, you, you ask him and then you wait for him and he always answers. And so I just want to encourage women out there who are listening to this young and old to, if your heart's been stirring, you're like, you know what? I know that there's young girls around me and I believe that God's calling me to invest in their life in some way. Would you ask God and would you wait for him to answer? Would you keep your eyes open? Cause he's going to show you. I know he's going to show you. Uh, as we wrap up here, I just want to give you an opportunity uh, to share what resources do you have available for young girls in middle school and high school and where can they find them? Oh, thank you. Well, we, our website is uh, girlslivingforgod.com. The, um, the easy way to get there is GL. It's actually the number four. So girls living for God has a number four. So GL4G.com. And we've got our blog. We're also on Instagram, girls living the number four God, um, on Instagram. That's probably our two main ways, uh, to connect. We are in the middle of, uh, creating some resources that will be coming out probably this fall. So, um, on Instagram and our website will be where you'll see that announced and launched. And that's going to be a, uh, based off of my story, finding your fairy to lending, going through high school into college and all the lessons I learned along the way about that walk of faith with the Lord. And it opens up a platform of great conversations, meeting girls where they are. It's very, I I come alongside you like a best friend. I'm very vulnerable and open. And um, it's a great book to grab and to go through with your girlfriend. So we're in the middle of creating an an interactive journal to go with it for discussions and your time with the Lord, and then some videos for some fun extras and going a little bit deeper as well. So hopefully we're planning for that um, late fall of this year. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I really enjoyed this conversation with you. Thank you, Mandy. Love what you're doing. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us for the first episode in the Shout It series. We'll be releasing a new episode each week for the next four weeks. So I hope you guys don't get tired of us. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be sure to catch each episode coming up. Now, in this episode, Mandy mentioned the Shout It Share Guide. And guess what? It's out. Yep, we are linking it in the show notes. Let's be brave. Print it, share it and gather together with the next generation and talk about it. We'll see you guys back here next week for the next episode in the Shout It series.